Welcome to episode 146 of the Fredcast Cycling Podcast for Friday, February 26th, 2010. My name is David, and I'm a Fred. Hey, fellow Freds, welcome back to another episode of the Fredcast. I know on the last show I said that I wouldn't be back for two weeks, but our friends over at districtcycling.com were able to grab some great audio from an event that occurred in Washington, D.C. yesterday having to do with the 2012 Giro d'Italia. As a result, you get this special episode of the Fredcast. So sit back, relax, and if you're riding your bike hammer just a little bit harder, because here comes a Giro d'Italia edition of the Fredcast. Welcome back to a special episode of the Fredcast. And before we get into today's special content from districtcycling.com, I do want to thank our sponsor, JensenUSA.com. Go to JensenUSA.com slash the Fredcast in order to support the sponsor that supports us. And I think you'll be pleased that you did. JensenUSA.com is one of the nation's best online retailers for everything cycling related. Whether you need something, well, from tires and tubes all the way up to complete bikes, you will find great selections and great prices at JensenUSA.com slash TheFredCast. We thank them so much for their support of the show, and we thank you for your support of JensenUSA.com. Well, let's get right into the content for today's show, and You'll recall that several episodes ago, we talked about the possibility, and it seemed sort of far-fetched at the time, that the Giro d'Italia might consider starting an upcoming version of the race in the United States. And specifically, the rumors were that there was a possibility that the Giro d'Italia was looking at starting the race in Washington, D.C., And we talked about all the angles in regards to that and the fact that, wow, you're going to start an Italian race in the United States. It just seems like it would be a huge logistical burden, not just for the race organizers and sponsors, but also for the racers themselves. And it just seemed like it was a little bit far-fetched, something that probably wasn't going to happen. Well, despite our, our dubious reaction Officials with the Giro d'Italia held a gala last night, Thursday, February the 25th, at the Italian Embassy in Washington, D.C. Our friends from districtcycling.com and the District Cycling Podcast were there, and they were able to capture some audio for us. But first, before we get to that audio, and it's fantastic, I want to mention what we're talking about here. Well, nothing was confirmed last night, it seemed very clear that there is a deal in the works, and it seems like it will be announced almost imminently, that the 2012 edition of the Giro d'Italia will begin, not just in the United States, but that it will begin in our nation's capital right there in Washington, D.C. According to reports, 
And from the announcements that were made last night, it sounds like it would begin on Pennsylvania Avenue. And if you're not familiar with Washington, D.C., Pennsylvania Avenue is not just the address of the White House, but is also the street that contains a lot of the main features of Washington, D.C. The thought is that it would begin on Pennsylvania Avenue in front of the National Archives, not far from the White House. They would then pass the FBI building, go past the Capitol Ellipse, behind the White House, to the State Department in Foggy Bottom, down Virginia Avenue, past the infamous and famous Watergate Hotel, go through Rock Creek Park, where I've had the pleasure of riding with uh, our friend Rudy, who lives there in Washington, D.C., and then reversing course coming back. And this would be a prologue. Typically, of course, a prologue is a, an individual time trial event. Now, there's also rumor that there could be a first stage, which actually be the second of these two stages held in the United States in 2012, and the rumors right now are pointing to the possibility of Philadelphia or New York City before the racers uh, and teams obviously would get on some airplanes and head over to Europe for the conclusion of the three-week Grand Tour. Now, starting a race like the Giro d'Italia or the Tour de France or the Vuelta a España in a nation other than again, France, Spain, or Italy, is not unheard of. You'll recall a few years ago when the Tour de France began in London uh, and the fact that the Tour de France this year will be starting in the Netherlands. So that really isn't unheard of. What is a bit unheard of is the fact that a race like the Giro d'Italia, a European Grand Tour, would begin in the United States. Now, of course, a couple of reasons why this may be, and of course, you'll hear some of uh, the officials' ideas in the interviews you're about to hear. But a couple of reasons. Well, obviously, cycling has become much more popular in the United States over the years. Some would call it the Lance Effect. You might even go all the way back to Greg LeMond. But professional cycling is much more popular in the United States than it has been in the past. And, of course, one of the most popular professional cycling races in the United States, if not the most popular, is the Tour of California. Tour of California recently announced that they were moving from February, right? There was no Tour of California in February of this year, to May. And what happens in May? That's right, the Giro d'Italia. So this is a way for the Giro organizers to, on the one hand, grab attention from American cycling fans, and on the other hand, tease some of those teams who might uh, send a perhaps a stronger, more popular team to the Tour of California, tease them into trying to get them to bring that more popular squad to the Giro d'Italia. Now, for me, I'm a huge Grand Tour fan. You know that. I'm also, as you well know, a huge fan and advocate of large American races like the Tour of California, the Tour of Utah, and yes, even the Tour of Missouri and the Tour de Georgia. What would I do is the question that I've been asked probably more than any other over the last 24 hours. Where would I go? Honestly, if the Giro d'Italia comes to the United States, even if it's the same day as the start or even the finish of the Tour of California, I'm really going to lean toward going to the Giro d'Italia because it is one of the premier races in professional cycling and one of those races that you and I both have been paying attention to for years and years. And so, yeah, I have a feeling that Washington, D.C. is going to be calling me in 2012. 
Before we get into those interviews, though, I have to thank our friends over at districtcycling.com and specifically Greg Deal from districtcycling.com. If you are not familiar with their website, I highly recommend that you go over and check it out. I don't think that there's any other website, blog, or podcast that does as good a job of covering all of the issues surrounding cycling and cycling culture in and around the Washington, D.C. area. Now, districtcycling.com is a blog, first and foremost. Uh, According to Greg, he says it's more like an editorialized online publication. Um, But in addition to being a blog and in addition to being an online resource, they also produce a weekly podcast, and they do a great job with it. And it includes Greg Deal and Adam Austin, and you can find that at districtcycling.com. Greg describes sort of his and Adam's feelings about cycling this way. He says, we love cycling and its culture. We're a fan of all things cycling, and this is my favorite part, we're fans of the Fredcast as well. Well, you know what, guys? The Fredcast is also a fan of district cycling, especially because you were kind and generous enough to share your audio and your interviews with me and with my listeners. I really appreciate it. For those of you that are interested in what's going on in cycling in and around Washington, D.C., I urge you right now to go over to districtcycling.com and to check out the site and to check out their podcast as well. Each of these interviews really doesn't require much commentary for me, just a little bit of introduction for each. So the first, you're going to hear the uh, CEO of the Washington Convention and Sports Authority. This is Greg O'Dell, and he's talking to Greg Deal from districtcycling.com. So we're talking about the Giro, yes. uh, the Giro d'Italia um, having uh, a opener here in the Washington, D.C. Yes. area. Um, how did this cross your desk? So uh, Mark Summers, who happened to be a good friend, but also obviously is heading up the working group, so he came to us with this vision. And, uh, you know, for us, it was, uh, it was a no-brainer for us to want to support this. Obviously, we're looking, you know, from our perspective, we're looking to promote sporting events for the city. Right. But we also are looking for ways that these events can also have a huge economic impact for the city. And this event, you know, obviously, if we were to win this here in D.C., would not only be wonderful for cyclists and everyone else who enjoy yeah. it, but it would put people in hotel rooms, put people in restaurants. So we'd be really excited about the impact it would have for the city. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm hearing uh, a little bit of information about the course. Yeah. Um, and and one of the things uh, that I've heard is Rock Creek Park um, being part of the course. Um, in the last uh, stage race, which was Tour de Pont, I believe, um, Rock Creek Park had some issues with um, with sponsorship advertising. Is that going to be an issue? Do you know? I don't believe so. But you know, to be honest, it's probably premature. I know Mark has been working on on actually the formulation of the course itself, but also the sponsorship package. So I think. To your point, depending on where, whether it's federal land or, or who owns, if it's going through a park, you need to be mindful of that in terms of sure. sponsorship. But I think right now, all that's going to have to be mapped out. You know, And obviously, not only from, from Mark's perspective, but obviously the Giro and the race director is going to have to be comfortable with that. So I think we'll, uh, we'll have lessons learned from what you described, but I think it won't be a, a problem if we do it right. And just think about the landscape of everything else, the, the having the monuments in the background. I mean, just the iconic images will be amazing. No, I totally agree. Uh, and, I mean, I, I think there, cyclists I know in this area are very excited. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of... Uh, there's some mixed feelings across the country that that okay. have already been hearing, okay. um, and 
how would you maybe uh, approach people that are sort of naysayers about uh, a Jiro start in the U.S., let alone in D.C.? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, if, if, if people are naysayers just for, I guess, uh, for the fact that they think maybe it's it's not it's sacred not to, you know, to leave that soil and come over here in the U.S., but I think, you know, it, it's something that... Um, you know, they need to embrace that there's a following now, and they have people here in the United States that are just as passionate, particularly in the nation's capital. So I think to have it and put it here on a world stage, I mean, the international destination that we are now, I mean, I think it would do a lot for the sport, it would do a lot for the city, and certainly would do a lot for, for the Giro itself. So I think, you know, people hopefully will embrace that. Excellent. Yeah. Look forward to uh, seeing what, what you guys say today. Likewise. So, thank Thanks you. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you too. Next up, we have Mark Summers, who is the promoter of a lot of cycling events in and around Washington, D.C. Now, some of this gets a little bit inside baseball. However, I wanted to leave it in because I wanted to give you just a little bit of a taste of what district cycling is able to bring to their listeners in the Washington, D.C. area. All right. I'm here with Mark Summers. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. Good. Um, and uh, you're, you're turning out to be a pretty big name for uh, race promoting in the D.C. area. Um, well, uh, whether by happen chance or not, uh, I guess so. <laughs> you, you sometimes uh, fate uh, uh, throws you no. a few uh, a th- few twists, and uh, uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't planned. Well, how how did um, you know having a uh, a Giro start here in the D.C. area? How did that come across your desk? Well, as you remember, we did the uh, 2008 Capital oh, okay. Criterion. Okay. And the group that we do that race with, G4, um, the uh, the president of that uh, organization, Robin Morton, is uh, good friends with the race director of the Giro. And when uh, and when uh, the um, uh, the photographs in the race, uh, the video of the race, uh, the coverage of the race, the website of the race. Uh, was uh, made available. Um, the director saw the absolutely spectacular finish of that race, was yes. framed by the U.S. Capitol, and uh, contacted Robin uh, about uh, starting discussions. It also happened to occur at that time that I had been over to the, the Tour de France a few months earlier and been on the Champs Elysees, and looking at that absolutely world class view. Um, thought to myself, there's no reason why we couldn't use one of the world's uh, also greatest uh, uh, views in the nation's capital along America's Main Street uh, to host uh, some part of a European uh, Grand Tour. Yeah, and I, I assume uh, it's probably not a hard sale for, for Mayor Fenty either. No, um, he uh, obviously uh, is a visionary in that regard. Um, it uh, would elevate the city not only in terms of uh, a uh, international sports destination um, in attracting other like sports, uh, but it also melds well with uh, a lot of social agendas, uh, such as a green agenda, uh, reducing uh, traffic uh, congestion, um, health and fitness, uh, including uh, helping uh, deter childhood obesity. These are all the social uh, benefits of, uh, of cycling, and uh, elevating uh, that consciousness um, in the public, it would uh, be uh, greatly served by having a mega event uh, be hosted uh, in the district. 
So having uh, the capital criterium, uh, which we're having again this year, is that right? We are. Um, is that sort of a uh, an opportunity to um, once again showcase the abilities of the district to uh, to host a larger event like that? Oh, I think so. Um, I think. Uh, we have to remember that uh, uh, the nation's capital is probably one of the most recognizable destinations in the world. Uh, it really is uh, America's doorstep. And uh, in having uh, big-time uh, domestic races, uh, we uh, sometimes uh, think too small in uh, giving the opportunity for other international events to uh, use uh, Washington and its uh, magnetism for uh, creating opportunity for increased cultural exchanges, uh, increased uh, commerce, uh, increased uh, relations. It's, uh, it's a wonderful vehicle like uh, any other event uh, that happens here. Uh, we are just concentrating on the sporting aspects of that. Yeah. You're doing some great things for the district. I appreciate your time and uh, really wish you good luck with this. Well, thank you very much. All right. Good man. You're well. Thanks. And finally, Greg was able to get an interview with Mayor Adrian Fenty of Washington, D.C. You'll hear other journalists asking questions as well, all of which to give you a political perspective on bringing the Giro d'Italia to the District of Columbia. What are, what are the last kind of obstacles or hurdles you got to clear before it's official? It's all internal, uh, all within the uh, Giro d'Italia uh, deciding group. Um, I think you know, they, they like the city, but they just got to run the final processes. So uh, we got our fingers crossed. It looks good, but we're taking nothing for granted. Can you talk about what makes D.C. a city worthy of a race like this? You know, I think it's really that you start with the United States, United States of America, Italy enjoy a great partnership um, beyond bicycling uh, and, uh, and great allies. But uh, when it comes to bicycling, we both have a great love uh, for endurance sports and bicycling. And uh, this is you know, their biggest race, maybe one of the biggest races in the world. It'll help to highlight uh, the sport of cycling and how big it is in this country by having uh, these uh, prologues here in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. And you're obviously a cycling enthusiast. What would it mean to you on a personal level? You know, you're... Well, you know, it, uh, it, would, it would mean two things. One, it will help to highlight Washington, D.C. as a great place for cycling on, in those, uh, in, for those days that's here and leading up to it. Uh, and, for, and for a long time after, D.C. will be seen as one of the premier places uh, to bicycle in the entire world which is just fantastic. It fits with everything we're trying to do in Washington, D.C., getting people out of cars, uh, using bicycles to get around, um, uh, protecting the environment, and uh, we think this is going to be really big for all those uh, priorities for the next couple of years. Nice to talk to you. Um, how is this going to work with you being a mayor, second-term mayor, and are you going to be a race director? What's your involvement with the corporation? Well, in terms of the second term, first I have to get reelected. Um, and uh, uh, taking up a brand suit, uh, once that happens, uh, no, they have their own race oh, director and manager. Correct. All right. And um, with the, also with all the internal troubles, do you pave the roads? I mean, what are, what are the... What, all, those things, all those things will uh, be discussed and decided 
uh, in the future. The district's never had a bike race of this magnitude, uh, but uh, you know, other cities have been more than capable of, uh, of putting uh, on races of this uh, size, and as the nation's capital, the world's greatest country, we can certainly do the same thing. Okay, one last question. Um, what is, who's your pick for, to win the Giro this year? Giro d'Italia? May the best man win. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, when this came across your desk, what was your initial response? Well, um, that it was a long shot and uh, that it would be fabulous. And uh, like so many other f uh, fabulous things that start out uh, um, being a, a long shot, we worked really hard and uh, we're on the cusp of having it. Uh, decided in our favor, but uh, the, the final announcement hasn't been made yet, so we still got a lot of work to do. And uh, glad to welcome uh, the leadership from the race uh, here to the embassy and to the city. I think they see the greatness in the city and the potential to having the race here. Uh, but uh, tonight we'll talk a little bit more about that. So knowing that we're going into this and we're going to have a presentation, is it still looking like a long shot to you? No, I, I, that was an answer to the question about how, what, I, what I first thought. No, I think we've made great strides, and uh, and and we, we were on the cusp of being able to have the race announced, but we're not there yet. And so when things look good, but they haven't been announced, you yeah. keep working hard, take nothing for granted, and that's what we're doing. Uh, but it's an exciting uh, time for the city. We've got lots of great things happening. This would be just the latest chapter in a city that's really on the verge of a great renaissance. Great. Are we going to see you race in the local circuit this year? Uh, I, I've done a race uh, every year for the last two or three years in terms of bike races and certainly triathlons also. Sure. So I think the short answer is yes. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So there you go. The mayor of Washington, D.C., talking to our friends over at districtcycling.com, just bringing you a little bit of the audio from last night's special gala at the Italian embassy in Washington, D.C., for a little bit of background perspective so that when your friends bring up this topic and what sparked it, what brought it all on, whether or not you think it's going to happen. You've got just a little bit more info than perhaps they do. And once again, thanks again to our friends at districtcycling.com for gathering that audio. I hope you'll go and check out their site. Well, that's going to do it for this special episode of the Fredcast Cycling Podcast brought to you by JensenUSA.com. Go to JensenUSA.com slash the Fredcast where you can support folks who support us and you can get a great selection of bike products at great prices jensenusa.com slash the fredcast for show notes and links go to www.thefredcast.com send me an email anytime to the fredcast at gmail.com or check us out on twitter at twitter.com slash fredcast that's going to do it for this special episode of the fredcast we will now be signing off for a little bit of a family vacation and so if you're sending emails or tweets and you're not getting a response, you'll understand why. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for staying subscribed. Thanks for telling your friends about the Fredcast Cycling Podcast. I'm going to be uploading this show and then heading to the airport, so enjoy this little bit of Jimmy Bratcher music. But most of all, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride.